Welcome, everyone. My name is Peter Hackett. I am the Global Program Director for Cypher. This is our third episode in our podcast series, and today we're going to discuss cybersecurity preventative measures and considerations for business leaders. With me today is my colleague, Dave Rickard. Dave is the Chief Technology Officer for Cypher North America. Dave, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks, Pete. Uh, here in Atlanta, it's rather sunny and warm today. Very good. Dave, what is prevention bias? Well, we could break it apart into the two words, prevention and bias. Prevention, of course, is the act of stopping something from happening. Bias is a partiality for a perspective or position based on belief rather than fact. And having a prevention bias is a natural human trait. Uh, for instance, as parents, we want to protect our children. As citizens, we seek to protect our rights and possessions. As security practitioners, we naturally want to have all the preventative measures we can afford at our disposal in order to avoid loss. That's the function of cybersecurity is to preserve corporate value in the form of intellectual property and data records for personally identifiable information, PCI, and patient health information. And how does inherent bias affect how we spend on prevention measures? Well, we have to consider that at some point, the effectiveness of preventative spend starts to decline. You know, computing the return on investment for preventative measures will illustrate this. We'll cover some of that. Uh, there may be regulatory requirements for controls such as file integrity mon monitoring, but is it a nicety or is it a necessity? Uh, might that money be better spent enhancing your monitoring, detection, and incident response posture? Uh, in fact, we can, uh, we can group security and incident response uh, cybersecurity activities in general into three general areas of prevention, detection, and response. It's another natural human tendency um, to think of things in triads, like the three wise men or the three musketeers or the three stooges. Uh, likewise, similar to frameworks that organize cybersecurity activities into domains, such as the NIST, identify, protect, detect, respond, and recover, uh, we organize our cyber activities into three main areas of prevention, detection, and response. If we focus our budget on prevention, detection and response will suffer. Uh, tracking metrics from the annual Ponymon Institute report on breach costs bears this out. So with that said, how do you balance spending on prevention, detection, and response? Um, we have to consider, first of all, that the mean time to identify a compromise in 2019 was 208 days, and that, that can double the cost of a breach. Um, and so spending attention, spending budget on monitoring detection and response activities will lower your breach cost and prove to have a very high return on investment uh, in turn. Uh, all we have to do is get over our prevention bias to get there. In fact, in 2019, uh, the average breach cost was $3.9 million. This is a relatively flat level for the last four or five years. Uh, it dropped in 2017, about a half a million dollars on average went back up in 2018 and 2019 was back up to 2016 levels. Um, these breach costs are based on what Ponymon computes as a per capita loss, and that is the cost of a single record uh, lost in a data breach. Um, multiplied by however many records that are lost, that is what turns into your breach cost. Taking that a step further then, um, can you discuss the relationship between spending on prevention versus the cost of a breach? Uh, sure. Like I said, the average cost in 2019 was $4 million. But with 
the meantime to identify and the meantime to contain these breaches, um, it went up quite a lot. And, and there are several components that play into this, such as uh, lost business, a post-breach response, notifications of clients who have lost uh, PII, PCI, or PHI information, um, and the costs of detection and escalation themselves. They all play into the total breach cost. Um, at the same time, the breach probability trend has escalated over the past four years from uh, 25% in 2016 to almost 30% in 2019. And that is the potential for a loss of the equivalent of 10,000 records. Uh, and then you would compute that by the per capita cost from your industry vertical. And what is root cause and how is it evaluated in this aspect? Uh, root cause is grouped into three different areas of uh, malicious or criminal attack, a system glitch, or a human error. And again, you know, three pillars of security are confidentiality, integrity, and availability. If a system glitch takes down a system, we still consider that a security event because of loss of availability. Um, there's been a growth in the malicious cause trend uh, over the last five or six years from 42% in 2014 to 51% now. Um, and typically, Breaches that are caused by malicious or criminal attack cost more. They do more damage. Are there any aspects of a breach that can increase the cost beyond the $4 million average? I believe that was the, the average cost of, of a breach, right? $4 million? Yes, absolutely. Uh, if it takes 208 days and 52 more days to identify and contain a breach, it will effectively double the cost to $8 million. And what does the Ponymon breach report tell us in terms of per capita cost per industry vertical? Well, for instance, the per capita cost for the health industry vertical is the highest of all of the, the verticals that are tracked at $429 uh, per capita loss. If, if there's a 10,000 record loss, again, 30% probability that that will happen in the next 24 months uh, to any company in the world. Uh, and certainly in the United States. Uh, 10,000 record loss for the health vertical then would average $4.3 million. Now in general, the per capita cost over the last five years has declined and the decline has across the board been 27%. Uh, At the same time, the health verticals per capita cost has gone up almost 7%. It's a steady increase every year for the health vertical. So I think this next question is gonna be very pertinent to business leaders. So based on that report, where do you get the most bang for your buck in terms of spend on preventative measures? Actually, the Ponymon report contains some very in interesting information about what activities you can take to lower your per capita cost. Uh, the biggest payoff is to form an incident response team, whether you do that in-house or whether you have a third-party vendor such as Cypher at MSSP do that for you. In general, the formation of an incident response team will lower your per capita cost by almost $14. Uh, extensive use of encryption, again, almost $14 per capita saved in breach cost uh, overall. Uh, business continuity planning and management is uh, $12 uh, saved on per capita costs. Um, there are a lot of things like that. And in fact, some activities will increase your breach costs if you have consultants engaged, if you rush to notify too soon, if you have extensive use of Internet of Things devices. These can all push, these can all push your costs up. If you have a third-party vendor that is breached, that perhaps uh, increases your per capita cost the most at $14 per capita. 
And lastly, how can Cypherbox give you the best value in terms of spend? Well, our MDR solution, which we have branded as Cypherbox, is a multifunctional solution. We not only ingest logs into a cloud-based SIM and correlate them with ac activities and, and log actions, logged actions across your enterprise, uh, our sensors and log collectors also serve as an intrusion detection system. And uh, they also allow us to conduct managed vulnerability scanning uh, within your environment, which is bundled into the service. It's all part of the service. And in fact, there's an optional endpoint detection and response agent that can be deployed also as part of the service um, across any, any devices in your environment that you would like. And there's, you know, there's obvious cost savings in using an MSSP or an MDR solution such as this versus trying to build your own. Uh, first of all, you know, it's going to take an absolute minimum of five full-time employees for 24-7 monitoring. Um, in New York, payroll alone is going to be $735,000. Uh, Chicago's a little less at $650,000. And uh, Atlanta, for instance, would be closer to around uh, $600,000. And then you have to take a lot of things into account. There's base salary, bonuses, Social Security, uh, disability, health care. Uh, time off, uh, training, uh, getting certifications, outside consultation. I mean, there are a lot of things that, that play into it. And in the end, it's going to cost you really a lot more to uh, build your own SOC versus buy services from an MSSP. Dave, any final thoughts for our listeners? Well, the main thing is, um, as far as as far as breach costs go, uh, 2017 saw a significant drop in average breach costs, but the past two years have shown a steady increase. So we're back up to 2016 levels of $4 million on average. Uh, breach probability has increased over the years to the point to where today it's a 30% likelihood over the next 24 months that you will be breached. Uh, malicious and criminal attacks have increased steadily and significantly over the past six years. In fact, 9% over the past six years. Um, but the big takeaway to me is that while the overall per capita breach costs have declined 27% over the last four years, uh, verticals like health and financial have shown steady increases and overall breach costs have still increased. And what that tells us is that since per capita costs have decreased, but overall breach costs are the same or have increased, there's more records being breached there's more activity uh, being conducted by threat actors overall. Um, and resist having a prevention bias. You know, take a look at, at monitoring escalations and response activities to save your company money. Dave, thank you for your time. This has been uh, very informative and I look forward to our next podcast. For any of our listeners who are interested in our services, please reach out to us via our marketing department, which can be reached at marketing at cipher.com. Thank you.